Proverbs chapter 12, verses 5 and 6. The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceitful. The words of the wicked are lie in wait for blood, but the mouth will deliver them. You notice the comparison and contrast between righteous and wicked. And the wise man starts with the righteous, then leads to the wicked, and then in the next verse, he continues with the wicked and ends with the upright. You always want to start and end on a good note. And when you're thinking about the book of Proverbs and how they can help us to live better lives, especially as Christians, you find that there are things that we must think about and there are things that we must say. And typically, what we think about is what comes out of our mouths. Although sometimes, perhaps we might have a habit of speaking without thinking. And we wonder what is going up in our heads. Or rather what should be going on up there. And so as he starts out, he talks about the thoughts of the righteous. What should the thoughts of the righteous be? If we are to be children of God, what should we think about? Perhaps they are best summarized as Paul was writing the Philippians. In Philippians chapter 4 and in verse 8, he clearly says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report. If there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. These are the kinds of things to think about. When we look to the example of Christ and the life that he lived, think about who he was. Think about what he did. Think about the example that he set. Think about the things that we must do so we can follow his example. And think about the things that we can teach others to lead them to heaven. Those things must be true. They must be noble, be just. They must be pure. They must be lovely. They must be of good report. But on the other hand, if we're not thinking about these things, what are we thinking about? What are the counsels of the wicked? Well, when you go back in your minds to the very beginning, God clearly tells us what it was that man was thinking about. In Genesis chapter 6, we find how God decided that he was going to destroy the face of the earth. 
man was going to be completely wiped out. However, Noah was one that found grace in the eyes of God. But what did Noah do that was different than the rest of those that were on the earth? Well, as Noah found grace in the sight of God, we're told in Genesis chapter 6 and in verse 5, that the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. There was not a moment that went by in which man was not thinking of something good. And because of that, God decided that he would make a fresh start. But then as God began to save Noah and his family, we find that God was going to make a covenant then with them. In verse 21 of Genesis chapter 8, just a couple of chapters later, we find that as Noah began to make a sacrifice to the Lord, the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. Again, he said, the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Perhaps there are times in which people think evil, and it all stems from early on in life. But what are we to do about that? Well, let's now go back to the book of Proverbs and this time, let's look in chapter 1. In Proverbs chapter 1, here is the warning the wise man gave. Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 10 says, My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, Come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood, let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Notice he said to them, do not consent. If they say to lie in wait to shed blood, obviously intending to cause someone harm, does that sound like what we read a little bit ago in Proverbs chapter 12? Again, what was that passage in verse 6? The words of the wicked are lie in wait for blood. The wicked individuals wait to do harm to some individual. And that is what their words are. And you can think of many people that those have done evil to, perhaps to yourself, to someone you know very dearly, a friend, a relative, a co-worker. But perhaps there was one that has done something to someone we all should know and love. Think about Jesus as he was spat upon, as he was bit, beaten, as he was mocked, as he was accused of blasphemy, as he was crucified there upon the cross. And yet he endured all that for you and for me. 
And the things that people do, do not find favor with God. You see earlier in Proverbs chapter 6, there in verse 9, or 16, the wise man said, These six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination unto him, a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that have shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift and running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among them. These are things that the wicked do. These are things that are not pleasing in the sight of God. Rather, they are displeasing. He hates them. They are an abomination unto him. But yet, what about the righteous? Remember from Proverbs 12 and verse 6, the wise man said, But the upright will deliver them. The mouth of the upright will deliver them. A righteous person is one that would speak the good things. One that would let them know that there was one that was beaten. There was one that was spat upon. There was one that was mocked. There was one that was accused of blasphemy. Jesus the Christ, the Son of God, who endured all these things for you and for me, who shed his blood that our sins could be taken away. And that's what Jesus came to do. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. The very ones that are evil. The ones that are living in sin. Jesus came to deliver them. If you recall in Matthew chapter 6, the prayer that he offered to his heavenly Father. A prayer as an example for those of how to pray. He prayed in verse 13, Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Jesus prayed that we would be delivered. And Jesus came to do his part to deliver them. But if a wicked person continues to think wicked thoughts, they would lead to doing wicked things. And yes, continuing down that road can only mean one thing, eternal destruction. That's what we read about in the book of Revelation, chapter 21 and verse 8. But on the other hand, a righteous individual, to think about those good things we read about in Philippians chapter 4 and in verse 8, will lead to doing the good things. Remember what Jesus said about them in Matthew chapter 25 and verse 46? He said, the righteous will enter into eternal life. And so we've got to look deep upon ourselves. What are our thoughts? What are our words? What are our actions? Well, they would tell if we are righteous or evil. 
and they could very well determine where we will spend eternity. What are we thinking? What are we saying? What are we doing? This evening, we're about to sing a song of encouragement. If there is one tonight that needs to respond to the invitation, won't you do so? As together we stand and sing.